0: All right. So, welcome. With me today is Brian Thorpe, CEO of WealthTender. WealthTender is in the advisor lead gen category on the Kitsy's FinTech Map, and today we're going to talk about how WealthTender can help you with digital marketing and the power of SEC-compliant advisor reviews. So, first, Brian, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in financial services. Sure.
1: Thanks for having me, Jeff. So, I've been in the industry for about 25 years. Prior to launching WealthTender, was the uh, head of key accounts at Invesco. So worked with Invesco for 22 plus years and there was responsible for working with the home offices of a lot of wealth management companies around the uh, United States and saw an opportunity with WealthTender to really take advantage of regulatory disruption in the space. And so when the SEC marketing rule came to fruition, we were really anticipating that this was going to create a tremendous opportunity for advisors I know that's what we're going to talk a little bit more about today, so I won't get ahead of myself, but it's been a lot of fun since launching the company in 2019 and has really led us to where we are today.
0: Yeah, and and you were really ahead of the curve. If I, if I remember the story right, were you, were you guys, did you have product actually available when the rule became final? So you were working on it before the rule was final, is that right?
1: In fact, that's exactly correct. So first and foremost, even before the SEC marketing rule came into effect, we had launched WealthTender as a digital marketing tool to help advisors get discovered online with a real emphasis around a lot of high-quality content oriented to consumers looking for financial guidance and ultimately looking to find a financial advisor. So a big part of what we were focused on leading up to the marketing rule coming into effect was driving traffic to our site. We've seen over half a million people coming to WealthTender.com over the last 12 months looking for articles and, and coming to articles to find more information to help them make smarter money moves and in many instances get to know the advisors in our community, whether they specialize in particular areas that are of interest to consumers or just generally through directors, directories that we make available on the website as well.
0: Interesting. So, you know, before we get too much further down some of the product, um, you introduced me to some some interesting concepts uh, that I think are important for people that are doing digital marketing in a regulatory space. And so, um, you know, I know a little bit about SEO, but there are two terms specifically you educated me on, and one was called I think it's pronounced E E A T, and the other one is Y M Y L. Maybe can you explain what these terms are and how they're important for? For organizations that are in a regulatory environment or like really specific, um, doing digital marketing with kind of these features, the E-E-A-T and the Y-M-Y-L?
1: You bet. And I'll throw one more out there, which is SEO. A new one. Right. So many people are familiar increasingly with SEO, search engine optimization. And if we put our SEO nerd hat on for a minute, the terms you just mentioned, Y-M-Y-L and E-E-A-T are acronyms within the space that really reflect how Google is looking to establish the trustworthiness of content and resources that they make available in their search results. So starting with YMYL, that stands for your money or your life, which essentially is Google's way of saying when we deliver information in a search result that's related to health or finance, things that impact people's money or their life, we need to be really extremely cautious as to the type of information that we deliver up. So if it's articles or videos, they really want to ensure that they the person who wrote that article has the credibility or the website where that article is written is an established and incredible resource. And so then the EEAT stands for expertise, experience, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. And so you can start to break down those letters, each of which are important, especially in our industry for financial advisors to establish from an SEO perspective, from a digital marketing perspective, their authority online. And so we can dive a little bit deeper into each of those particular letters, um, but that's generally what those um, acronyms represent.
0: Yeah. that, That makes a lot of sense that they, that those things are really important, right? And if somebody was going to Google and then they were getting a bad website or getting bad advice, I mean, those would be some pretty bad outcomes. So, how does a tool like WealthTender help with these things, or why 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 would someone use WealthTender to help them with the YMYL or EEAT versus just doing something on their own?
1: Sure. So we know we sit within that your money or your life space. So from a YMYL perspective, you know we're squarely right there. And then the way that we can really stand out online as an advisor or as websites in the financial services space is focusing on those EEAT components. So starting with expertise, by definition, most financial advisors, you know, they have that expertise, whether it's through professional credentials or just the experience, which gets into that next letter, so the EE that they've ascertained through their career. And so- By definition, most financial advisors have really already started to accrue at expertise and the experience that Google is looking for. So if an advisor has a website, that's already valuable, as long as they're doing a good job of effectively conveying that expertise, conveying that experience, which could be done through content and copy on web pages, as well as authoritative articles. So then actually that stems into those AT, so the authoritativeness, the trustworthiness and this really gets more into areas that we can talk about where Wealth Thunder has really migrated going forward on the back of the SEC marketing rule are areas to help advisors build that trustworthiness in the eyes of not only Google, but importantly, prospective clients as well. So online reviews, client testimonials, this is a really impactful way for advisors to not only reach out to their clients that have had a great experience working with them, and sharing those experiences online that really establishes that trust, not only for prospective clients, but also the search engines that see those reviews as well and can read into the sentiment of those reviews along with the star ratings to understand how trustworthy consumers perceive an advisor to be. And then with the authoritativeness, There are different ways that an advisor can really establish that authoritativeness as well. One of the things we do at WealthTender is we regularly have writers reaching out, looking for quotes from advisors who are featured on our platform for inclusion in articles that they're publishing in major media outlets. And so that authoritativeness where advisors are able to contribute their insights in topical areas relevant to their business and their knowledge area, then gives them the opportunity to have that visibility in major publications in many instances, also having links back from those articles to their websites, which now both from a consumer perception of authoritativeness, as well as from a digital marketing and SEO perspective is really helping reinforce all of those letters when you bring it together. So the EEAC.
0: Awesome. That's really cool. So let's, let's, let's dive in a little bit more specific around uh, reviews. So you know, I think most people are familiar with the concept of reviews, whether they've used like an Amazon review or they've gone to to Google to to leave a review. And I think if people they've they've looked today at most, um, if they've looked for a financial advisor, they they might see a Google review, maybe, but typically they don't. Can you talk a little bit about kind of trust based professions and specifically um, advisors? Like, why haven't we seen Google reviews? And then you know, what is it you had to do specifically with WealthTender to allow a review to happen?
1: Sure. So historically, for the very reason that online reviews, specifically solicited reviews, have been prohibited by financial advisors, by the SEC, we really haven't seen that proliferation of online reviews in our space. Now, with that said, we can look to other trust-based professions, doctors, lawyers, where sites like ZocDoc, lawyers.com, avo.com, I've been around for a very long time. And in fact, a lot of the way that we designed WealthTender was emulating what we know has worked really well in other trust-based professions. So sites that have a lot of educational content driving consumer traffic that are interested in hiring an attorney, or in our case, hiring an advisor. But then what we ultimately know what people are looking for is those reviews. You know, they understand and they really expect if they're hiring a doctor or a lawyer, or a financial advisor, that they have the experience, that they have the credentials, what they really want to know is how good of a job does this financial professional do in serving their clients? And so being able to read those reviews is really impactful. So I think if we think about our own experiences, if we've had to go out and hire an attorney or look to find a doctor, that's what we're looking for, right? You know, it's how how good of a job have they done with clients or their patients, because everything else is really just table stakes. So as we go forward, now the opportunity for advisors to really get started with the SEC marketing rule that permits testimonials is really a -a once-in-a-generation opportunity for advisors to not only become better marketers, taking advantage of the tremendous goodwill they've built up with their clients, but also providing consumers that opportunity to be able to make more educated and informed hiring decisions. And so going back to why we haven't seen those reviews It's really because unless you as a financial advisor, or again, even if it was a doctor or a lawyer, in many instances, people aren't going to write a review in our space unless you're actually reaching out and asking them to do so. So as we go forward and as advisors now have that permission to ask their clients to write a review, what we've in fact seen is there's almost this pent up demand amongst clients to write reviews In fact, we've heard anecdotally that a number of advisors, their clients have said, I'm surprised you haven't asked me to write a review before. I'd be happy to write a review. And of course, it was, well, we weren't permitted to ask you before. But the fact is, we've seen over 500 reviews come in um, just since we've launched subsequent to the rule coming into effect. And they're almost all five-star reviews. And just to be clear, clear, because advisors are going to say, well, almost, so even the reviews that haven't been five stars were four-star reviews and, and still glowing reviews, but from people that are really reluctant to give out a five-star review unless it's like their granddaughter and a recital perhaps. So overall yeah. it's a really exciting opportunity for advisors yeah. and we're, we're seeing a lot of, um, you know, very happy advisors with the results of that so far.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I first came kind of acquainted with the, the tool through, through the reviews, but I, WealthTender does a few other things. Can you, can you talk maybe a little bit of now kind of some of the digital marketing and how it helps with some of the, the other aspects in addition to the reviews?
1: Sure, and, and maybe just continuing on the reviews for a minute because yeah. I didn't really address the difference between our platform and Google reviews. Oh, so that's a key that's one of the a thing yeah. yeah. sure, right. So yeah. you know, where we are so highly regulated, one of the things that's really important to recognize is that the SEC, with their permissions to leverage online reviews, expects there to be clear and prominent disclosures accompanying each and every review that indicate whether or not the individual who wrote the review is a current client or if they've never been a client, either of which is perfectly acceptable. It just needs to be disclosed. Um, Whether or not the individual that wrote the review was compensated or not, and then whether or not there are any conflicts of interest. So it's actually fairly fairly straightforward, but other review platforms like Google, like Yelp, aren't designed to incorporate those disclosures. So we wanted to make sure that was entirely baked into the process so that we can serve up a fully compliant solution for advisors and their compliance officers.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I know you read different marketers online talking about, and they were espousing, you know, the value of Google reviews. And it it, it makes sense, right. From all kinds, for all reason, all kinds of reasons, Um, you know, went to the compliance team, talked to them and they were just like hard no (laughs) for all the reasons you just said. So I I actually felt a little disheartened, but then when I came across your product and, and you had followed the rules and you had all the checks, and balances in place to do it. It was, it was, it was really, it was really exciting. It's, it's a, it's a good opportunity for advisors to be able to do some of those things. I mean, even the simple, like, um, Google recognizing that you are a review site. When you do a search, uh, for, for an advisor's name, they'll show up in their search results with the little stars because Google knows that you're a review site. And so, um, it, it looks similar to a Google review with the star ratings, but clearly it's your, your platform.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's a very good point. So, once an advisor has around five reviews that they've received on their Wealth Center profile page, those gold stars will start to appear in Google search results. So, it's sending positive trust signals to Google's algorithms to help advisors rank higher and also pops off the page. So, if a consumer sees the gold stars, if they've maybe received the names of three advisors that they're thinking about hiring, no doubt it's going to be that advisor that has reviews that's going to be much more likely to get that introductory call set up versus those that don't. And I think down the road, you know, if it's five years from now, we're really going to see this as table stakes where consumers start to say, well, why would I want to speak with you if you don't have any reviews? Um, You know, today, advisors have a response to that to say, well, we haven't really been able to ask our clients. But increasingly, that's going to really become something I think consumers are going to expect to see. Just like we all, if we were hiring a doctor or an attorney, would expect to see that as well.
0: I, I also think the review helps to give a little bit more color to the person. Um, you know, th- those reviews are going to tell some sort of insight uh, about, about that customer base. And you know, a lot of advisors are starting to have uh, a, a niche or niche kind of you know, outside of their geography. And some of those reviews can kind of give some additional insights into how that advisor has been able to help them with some specifics as well.
1: Yeah, that's exactly correct. You know, absolutely the, the gold stars help, but really what people are looking for is let me understand how this advisor makes them feel and yeah. being able to look through to the, the quality, the qualitative nature of those reviews is really what it's all about.
0: Yeah. H- has this advisor helped somebody like me?
1: Like Not me. just have they
0: helped. Yeah. But have they helped right. someone like me? Yeah, exactly. exactly. All right, cool. I think we, I think we got the reviews covered pretty well. So give me, for sure. <laughs> let's talk just a few highlights with a few more minutes left on uh, kind of some of the other areas that that you help outside of reviews?
1: Sure. So, you know, we touched on this at the outset. Again, a big part of our focus with that content that is relevant to consumers looking for an advisor is also really important to the advisors that are looking to attract their ideal clients. So we increasingly see a lot of advisors who are focused on attracting clients with a particular character characteristics or whether it's based on their occupation or their age or life stage. So, A lot of the content we're publishing is really oriented around helping advisors attract their ideal clients. So the opportunity for advisors to get quoted and featured in those types of articles on WealthTender. But then we also have a content partnership with sites like MSN.com, where advisors have the opportunity to get quoted, featured. We've seen over 2 million page views of content that we've published on MSN.com just year to date. So terrific opportunities for advisors to, again, really build that authoritativeness and then also get visibility through content sub syndication through outlets like the Associated Press, where we're regularly uh, pushing out content as well. So, really, from our perspective, you know, we're really trying to be a, a low cost complement to other marketing activities for advisors. Most advisors that come aboard are paying thirty nine dollars a month to be on the platform for most of the benefits that we've talked about today, and no additional costs. So, very different from other lead gen solutions where. Essentially, you're having to pay per lead and then competing with other advisors to try and hurry up and be the first person to reach out to that prospect or giving up 25 percent of your economics into perpetuity for the benefit of uh, getting that lead in the door. So, you know, those can be more effective and getting prospects in the door uh, much more quickly. Uh, but ultimately, we see what we're doing at WealthTender to really be an investment in advisors business so that over time, you're increasingly going to see more prospects coming to you directly leveraging those great reviews that you've received from clients and getting more visibility organically on Google.
0: Yeah. I, I think, you know, two key highlights there are uh, one cost effectiveness, right? This is, this is for, for the cost of, you know, for an annual cost, you you might pay for a lead or two, you know, with some other systems. And the, and the other is just the ability to get into some of these big publications. I, I was shocked. I, I didn't realize that some of the advisors on your platform were on some of these, like you said, MSN popping into an article and, and it's not like they had a huge following on any other social media channel just by being part of the WealthTender network, they were able to get you know an article with their name published, which was, it was, it was surprising to me for sure.
1: For sure, and you know, an advisor generally wouldn't be able to afford working with a PR agency that may charge five thousand or ten thousand dollars a month. And we've really seen some great success with a number of advisors getting similar type exposure for thirty nine dollars a month. So it really is just a tremendous value proposition for advisors, especially those that are interested in taking the time to responding to those writers when they're reaching out and looking for quotes.
0: Yeah, awesome. So I I have a few closing comments. thank you for spending some time with us today. So wealth tender, I think it's really interesting. Um, you know, obviously the reviews is big. You're, you're kind of the leader and pioneer in doing reviews for advisors. So I think this is a great time for advisors to try this. You know, you're going to be kind of on the, the cutting edge as not a lot of advisors are doing this yet, uh, especially since there's been a previously been a prohibition. So this is kind of the first really, um, you know, official way you can do it. And then the second, just all the digital marketing opportunities, when you you think about even trying to do SEO and get opportunities with, you know, other news outlets, like you mentioned, like MSN, I think a a lot of opportunities, very good value overall. So, so Brian, if somebody's interested and they want to learn more about WealthTender, what is the best way for them to reach out or learn more?
1: Sure. So they can reach out to me, Brian at WealthTender.com or by visiting WealthTender.com forward slash grow which provides a page with all of the benefits to advisors, as well as the different options that we offer, depending upon uh, which benefits an advisor would like to prioritize. Awesome.
0: All right, Brian, thank you so much.
1: My pleasure. Thanks, Jeff.